There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Scoopy Radio. Oh Journalists around when it's going down. You know his name when he hit the town. You want the scoop, better get branded. Sports interviews, the only way you understand it. Real talk with the top news. Court side to the locker room. He's the voice for the NBA. Drafts, trades, the finals, he gonna find a way. He's on top, he don't never fall. Some call him Scoop, some call him Mr. Basketball. And ain't nobody else in this lane. Just know it's no doubt. He's the best in the game. Radio, TV, podcast, Scoop B. I said radio, TV, podcast, Scoop B. Scoop B Radio. You know who we are. Scoop B Radio. We are in there like swimwear. Make sure that you check out Scoop B Radio on all streaming platforms. Google Play, TuneIn App, Stitcher app, iHeartRadio, Spotify, everywhere, or simply visit our archive at Scoop B Radio. You can find it everywhere. Scoop I promise you. Joining us on the show today needs no introduction, but he's an influencer. He is a cultural artiste. He is a guy that is connected to your favorite guy, but most importantly, he's a good person. Adam Harrington joins us on Scoopy Radio, brother. What's going on? This is not much, man. Thanks for having me. So excited to be here. Um, like we talked about before, man, I just want to thank you for who you are. Um, really enjoy getting to know you over these last few months. Um, and you've poured into me more than you know, but you're one of the most positive, encouraging people, let alone to me, but just out there, especially in the social media space where there's not a lot of positivity, man. But you are so refreshing. So I thank you. And I'm excited to talk life, hoops, family, basketball, everything for these next 30 minutes. All that. And brother, I, listen, we just got to be honest with the folks. If you're watching this, if you're listening to this, this is the second take of this interview. We Should I tell them? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> listen, we take this episode like if it was if it was a Tuesday news change on a Wednesday morning at like one o'clock in the morning, we take this the day before KD got 
uh, traded to the Phoenix Suns, and we had a whole. It was ready to go, edited, pressed, and we're recording this now. It's Tuesday, Tuesday afternoon, <laughs> Valentine's Day, about two thirty Eastern time. We had to do it again because there was so much that we talked about that's null and void at this point. I know, I know. And we've literally talked 30 minutes before we've recorded yeah. each time. So it's been awesome. But yeah, excited to run it back. Take two. Yes. So tell me something. When you hear the number 48, what do you think? <laughs> I, I knew I knew you were going to ask that again, man. I just think about the summertime. What a, what a, what a time it was. Um, it makes me laugh each time, but I appreciated you. That was really kind of the start of our uh, relationship, but Man, what a crazy summer. Um, ended up being an incredible summer for me and my family. And uh, um, yeah, I'm excited. Adam Harrington was an assistant coach for many teams. He was a shooting coach or, and worked with the Oklahoma City Thunder. You've, you've worked in different capacities with other teams, the Houston Rockets, uh, and more recently, uh, the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, you were an assistant coach. Um, you have a connection to KD. I know people often associate you as just KD's guy. Um, but I, I, for those who are listening, um, you left the Brooklyn Nets um, a while back um, and people were kind of wondering, you kind of, if, if I'm not mistaken, were a bit quiet. So for the general consensus, what, what happened there? Yeah, it was just to be, um, to be honest, it was just a time. It was time for a change. It, it was definitely mutual. Um, I had several conversations um, with Sean, you know, even throughout the year. Um, that last year I was with the team, but, you know, I did six years. It was an incredible, I had my dream job here, director of player development, assistant coach, build up a young team, Spencer Dinwees, Joe Harris, Sean Kilpatrick, Karis LeVert, um, Joe Harris, Jared Allen, all those guys. I was a part of building that. And then obviously, you know, years later be re reconnected with KD and have Kyrie come and guys of just these elite status. So was able to kind of see and do it all. And uh, learned a ton from Kenny Atkinson. Obviously been friends with Steve Nash for 20-something years since we played together in Dallas. So um, mentored by Jock Vaughn for six years. Just just an incredible experience. But it was time. You know, uh, I guess seven years ago, I walked away from an extension in Oklahoma City as well. Uh, a lot of people thought I was crazy, but just had some things on my heart, things that I'm passionate about. And uh, every time I've kind of walked these things out in faith, it's worked out for the best. So this was an opportunity for me to reengage with my family. Um, something that we all sacrifice, especially and everybody sacrificed and every sacrifices are different. Um, but I have four kids with, with my wife and it was just some real, really, really important for me, um, to have this time with them and kind of figure out what's next. And, uh, it's been super rewarding, super challenging, you know, all of a sudden you're a full-time dad and, uh, you know, uh, co-parenting to a certain extent and, and learning each other's movements throughout the day. Cause I used to travel so much, but, uh, it's been really rewarding, and and uh, we've really enjoyed it. Scoopy, Scoopy Radio. Radio in your airwaves, on the camera, on your podcast app, everywhere you need to be. I'm Brendan Scoopy Robinson, joined by my main man, Adam Harrington. Brother, Um, you uh, definitely have enjoyed the travels, the, the moves and grooves, both as a player uh, as well as a coach. Um, I guess from your perspective, looking at the Nets and looking at the moves that they made with Kai and made with Kevin, um, which did you like more on their new team and why? You know, I thought it was, you know, obviously being involved in it for so long, you know, I, I never thought Sean Marks always finds a way. He's been incredible since the day he started there. So Scooby really cool Radio. to see him navigate them and the whole organization, you know, navigate and, and make these moves. And um, personally, I'm, you know, have an incredible relationship with Spencer Dinwiddie. So always cool to have 
a brother back in the area to go enjoy a nice fine glass of wine or tequila and and talk about his family and everything he's got going on. So super excited. But yeah, I think the Nets, you know, they they retooled. Um, they got some really nice pieces and Jock's doing an incredible job. Um, so just excited to see how that unfolds. Um, and then obviously when you take Kyrie's talent and you take it to Dallas with Luca and everything they got going on and how Jay Kidd can can pour into him and mentor him a little bit. Um, Jared Dudley, somebody I'm close with that we had here in Brooklyn, he's on that staff too. I know he has a relationship with with Kai. So excited to see that. Anytime you kind of have that type of talent um, in the backcourt, it's always exciting. Um, and then Kevin, you know, obviously, you know, Phoenix is an incredible quality of life out there with, with, uh, with, you know, and then with the roster, you know, that they have, I know Kevin is a big fan of Devin Booker and Chris Ball and all those guys. So them guys coming together, just excited to see for Kevin. Um, it's something that he wanted and, uh, he was able to work it out. So just excited to see how that unfolds for him as well. You know, him being reconnected with Monty Williams and, and, uh, Mark Bryant, some, some amazing coaches on their staff. So. Really excited to see him. And now this year, I'm just a fan, so I get to sit back, put it on the big screen, and watch all these you know, high-level athletes go at it. But that doesn't mean your phone's not ringing. <laughs> yeah, it's ringing. I'm involved in a lot of things now. So we'll definitely see what's next. You know, um, you know, we're just finishing out. You know, as you know, this time of year, a lot of things start moving and grooving. You know, I just got off the phone with my agent today and just kind of getting updated and letting him know where I'm at. But I'll be honest, Scoop, I, I really enjoyed I tried to reconnect on the high school level, the college level. I just got back from spending two days at Auburn University with Bruce Pearl and his staff and working mm-hmm. with one of his players. I went overseas to see Will Weaver in Paris to be around the Euro Cup, Euro League game. Um, heavily involved with the WNBA because of Sabrina. I really liked the Liberty's GM. So I just just picked his brain and poked around it. So trying to be involved in all levels to, to help shape me as a better person and a better coach for whatever is next. And uh you know, I have my own gym here in New Jersey, so doing a lot of stuff there, honing my skills. Um, so, but yeah, I'm excited for whatever's next. But I'll be honest, have have no clue, and it's a decision uh, when some things come our way that you know me and the family will make. But we're excited. Scoop, you got some time. <laughs> you got some time. Cam Johnson and uh, Mikel Bridges. I know they're calling Mikel Bridges Brooklyn Bridges now. That's his nickname now. Um, what do you make of that for the youth movement along with Cam Thomas, along with Utah Watanabe, like even Ben Simmons, like they, they have Joe Harris, Seth Curry, when all those guys are healthy, um, they, they, they're competitive and they're fun to watch. What do you make of this new roster? Yeah, it's exciting, man. There's some lineups that they could put out there that would just be terrifying to try to score on. You know, you talk about length and athleticism and size and, um, they, they put together and I, I, you know, I was telling somebody the other day, like the availability of guys like Spencer and obviously Mikel Bridges, and Cam Johnson, those guys, like when you're trying to build something and get connectivity and build a brotherhood, having guys available night in and night out is, is a big thing. So I think they'll find their chemistry really quick because those guys have historically play every game and practice every day. It's one of the things I loved about Spencer over those years in Brooklyn, like he never missed a day, never missed a workout with me, never missed a practice and he never missed games. Um, so it's exciting and Jock's, you know, Jock's been through so much in his time there and, you know, this is just another challenge, but it will be cool to see him put all the pieces together and, and those guys start to play. And, and I think Brooklyn's already behind them, you know, the fan base, and they're going to really enjoy this, this group as they finish the season. Yeah, man, I'm excited. Um, they've teeter-tottered between fourth and fifth and they still got to compete with Sixers and as well as Milwaukee and Boston. 
Um, and then you got some other teams that I think, and even the Clevelands, I think Cleveland is not talked about enough, especially since they're signing a veteran and Danny Green, who's been there before. Like there's a lot, there's no clear cut um, East and West. Um, and, and it's going to be interesting to see. Um, Scoopy radio. radio here everywhere with Adam Harrington. Um, you look at um, Jacques Vaughn. What is it from your perspective um, that is so different between Orlando and now Brooklyn? Because some people think that Brooklyn, they may forget that he coached before he was a head coach and then became an assistant coach. From your perspective, what is different? You know, Jock is somebody that he's just wired for progress. So you look at everything that Jock Vaughn's ever done in his career. He's been at the highest level and been successful and literally worked his tail off to get there. You know, from playing at Kansas to playing in the NBA to being a journeyman to being in coaching. And I think he's learned, uh, I know personally how many conversations I've had with Jock, you know, over a glass of tequila or sitting in the steam room about what he would do different if he ever led again, what he learned from Orlando. You know, and I was trying, as a young coach, was just trying to pick his brain and be like, oh man, how would, how would, how would I build my staff? How would I communicate with my players? You know, um, so I just think he's done a phenomenal job. He is so buttoned up and dialed in um he's so well spoken um he gives off this confidence that i think everybody in the room and then most importantly those 17 players believe he knows exactly what he's talking about he's looked at every from every angle um and he just has a, an incredible command of the game from officials to the timeout to the next play to talking to a player to making sure the benches and get you know i just think he has an incredible feel that gives off this confidence so Scoop it's just radio. brought the best out of his players. And I think everybody enjoys playing for him. What was Kitty Atkinson like in Brooklyn? One of the most passionate people I've ever been around. Um, you know, I, I'll be honest, me and Kenny probably bucked heads a little bit. You know, I'm player development. It's one of my passions. It was Kenny's baby, his bread and butter, like growing up. That's how he made his way into the NBA um, and, and into the head coach. So, um, but it was awesome. I learned so much. And even looking back at it now, we can always have those relationships in our life. I remember leaving college and Cliff Ellis, my coach, like, and I think, oh, my God, the lessons I learned from him years after in the moment, I had no clue and I was stubborn and anything. But Kenny was the same thing. I learned so much and, and what he put into every day to build what we were trying to build there, you know, him and Sean Marks. And of course, so many people made it possible. Um, but yeah, very intense. Um, but just he he researches every angle. He's you know, he's a sweat equity guy. He's going to get out on the court with you. I think he's hurt himself like in every team he's ever been on, like a major injury because he's out there <laughs> hooping. Um, but so he was big on that. Obviously, I was this is six years ago. I was even younger and more even more like I loved it, you know, getting to bang with the players, play against them. Um, so, yeah, he created a culture that in so many things that uh, I took with me for the years after he was he left. And then obviously, wherever I go next, there's a lot of lessons, um, let alone with player development, just just preparation and, and video and all the things that go into it. Kenny was really, really good at that stuff. Steve Nash uh, seems to always surround himself around the good people. Uh, Scoopy Radio with Radio. Adam Hamilton. Steve Nash, to me, um, was in a situation where he transcended from point guard to head coach. Uh, most people say that point guards become good, good head coaches, but it takes some time because they have the leadership quality. You had the, the the ability or the opportunity to, to be a teammate of his uh, during his career. And, of course, you guys are so very ever interconnected between that Nets regime. 
What was he like as a player? How do you see that transition into him as a as a coach? Because he did spend time this past couple seasons being a coach. Steve, uh, I will say, is one of the greatest humans I've ever been connected with. He's one of my dearest friends. I tried to be like him. He's a hero of mine. And, uh, you know, even when I left Brooklyn, I told him, you know, like, Steve, I love you. Uh, you're still a hero. You know, I'm a, we're going to be friends forever kind of thing. Um, I used to, I wanted to eat what he did. I wanted to drink what he drank. Like I said, I told somebody, if he drank most of Canadian, I was drinking most of Canadian, whatever it was, you know, from my rookie years there in Dallas with him, I trained like him. I followed him around, whatever he did, but just one of the greatest teammates, seeing it up close and personal, you hear all the stories about how many high fives a game. And Steve was constantly breathing life into everybody he came into contact with. And I think that's ultimately what people trusted him. He also was a worker. You, you always saw him in the gym. You always saw him, you know, before and after practice. You saw him in the cold tub. He was meticulous with what he ate, meticulous with his body. So he led that way as well. But he was, you know, his sense of humor, his his ball busting in the locker room, everything. He was just constantly engaged. So he built genuine relationships with his teammates. And you definitely saw that on the coaching side too. Like I said, he was a great communicator, never got rattled, very well prepared. Um, and uh, so you saw those transitions there. And it wouldn't surprise me, like, like anything in Steve's life, you know, you look at his even his career in the NBA it didn't start out well. People forget about those Phoenix days, forget about him getting booed in Dallas when he had a back injury. Like um, Steve has always found success in everything he does. So, um, and the way he carries himself, I've always, I still look up to him. He's an incredible father, incredible husband. Um, and uh, I'm always impressed at how he's able to manage it all Scoop and keep the spirit that he has. Who are some of your coaching mentors? You know, my biggest one is uh, Scotty Brooks. You know, he's the reason, you know, him and KD that I really got involved in the NBA. And I'm forever grateful to both of them. Um, I talk to Scotty daily. Um, he's been amazing. Mike D'Antoni was a really unique one um, from, you know, being connected uh, in Brooklyn that year. Really enjoyed being around him. Um, love staying in touch with Will Hardy, you know, from when he was assistant. Now he's having success, but just the great guy recently connected with Brett Brown more on the family side about how how coaches are raising sons that play basketball so he's given me great insight um Will Weaver who you know I was in Brooklyn with and now is over in Paris basketball is whatever Will has done he's been successful as one of the brightest basketball minds I think um he's been an incredible he's always somebody that I would bounce something off so yeah there's a lot but you know Scotty being my being my main one you know um it's been a fun journey with him and and I love I love talking to him every day. So you segued into two things that I I'd love to brush up on Scoopy Radio, Radio with Adam Harrington. You um talked about KD and your connectivity to Oklahoma. Um what are workouts with KD like? Yeah, super efficient, super detailed, super focused. Um you know, we are a footwork, balance, power, energy kind of thing. Um, it's evolved through the years. You know, one thing we were always about was was um, quality over quantity. And it was really important as Kevin, you know, every year as he continued to play in the league that we just got even more and more efficient. Um, but uh, as a trainer, Kevin makes it super easy. Um, he is, I always joke, Kevin comes into every workout with this wide-eyed wonderment. I tell the story, like, you know, if you remember going to Disney World for the first time, little kid, I have four kids, like, that, oh, my God. Like, the main, Kevin, every workout like that, if you can help him become 1% better on the basketball floor, Kevin's all about it. 
but it better directly correlate to him becoming a better basketball player. It better be relevant um, and challenging. So it's always been fun. Kevin had a connection to wanting to, like he loved Dirk Nowitzki. So obviously I spent all that time training with Dirk and his, his trainer, Holger Geswinder, who's really the foundation for everything that I kind of do now. Um, so it was an interesting segue into that, but uh, so it's been really, really unique to develop it over the years, but Kevin is so same thing. If I throw it to him and they didn't feel right, he's going to throw that ball back. And it's going to, you know, that it's going to feel balanced. It's going to feel right. Like every rep is, is, is perfect. Like I said, it's not a hundred perfect ones. It might be three perfect ones. And then we're on to the next thing. Um, but I will tell you this in the thousand plus workouts I've ever had and blessed enough to have with Kevin, you know, he's, he's never said, Hey, I want to do this or that. Like he is literally whatever you got for me, let's do it. And I think that's what makes him special, let alone that he's training with me, but Kevin just has this, um, he is a basketball junkie and wants to learn anything and everything he can um, to become a better basketball player. What's the temperature in the gym? Literally, what is the music being played? And what are you guys having for snack in between? <laughs> no, no snacks, man. No snacks. Okay. Oh, the temperature. No, it depends. I'll tell you what. That's the other cool thing is we've been in some gyms that you wouldn't think. You know, the year I was with just Kevin, you know, I would, um, you know, I'd fly and I'd cold call and find a gym. We're landing in Sacramento. And don't get me wrong. It's not hard to say, hey, can Kevin Durant come work out your high school gym? You know what I mean? But and we would find in some of the gyms, we, you know, we were in a gym in Turks and Caicos this summer. It is not somewhere you would, you know what I mean? But we made everything special. Everything was home. Everything was about a 10 foot hoop and an NBA leather Wilson ball that I always traveled with to in my carry on bag. Um, so we, it could be hot and sweaty. It could be really cold. There was no perfect thing. Um, we're definitely sipping on some some water or some biosteel or something. Um, but yeah, that's it, man. And that was our great thing. We we hooped and then we we would go hang out. We would have a nice lunch. We would talk. We would hang out. If we were in the Turks, we might go jet skiing. Um, but it was kind of we we adopted the kind of hooping vibe um, thing, and it was just really cool to see Kevin kind of bring some other players along and um just kind of build that that brotherhood and I was in my element that I can help anybody in front of me and on the basketball court um and also just truly enjoy it and be a really good person like I was I was that was it was a dream situation for me Kyrie Irving will be a free agent this summer would you like to see them become teammates again somewhere else I don't know what they're gonna do that's a great question um you know I I don't know you know, uh, people always be like, you know, I talked to Kevin about a lot of things, but, you know, I think Kevin's open to everything. And I think Kevin enjoys really, he lo- enjoys basketball on a high level. He appreciates everybody's crap. I have never heard Kevin say one bad thing about another player. He, and it's actually inspired me through the years. I, I might've talked to you about it before we got on, but just the ability to appreciate greatness. And even in my years in Brooklyn, I was around such greatness from the coaching staff to the players, to the you know, performance, all that stuff. And I really sometimes had to look around and be like, man, I need to appreciate this moment. How can I take this in? And I think Kevin, I just, I love, and like I said, he encourages me in that everybody's really, really good at what they do. So I know those times that I was able to be around Kyrie, work out with him, coach him and stuff like that. Um, I really appreciated his, how good he was at his craft and um, seeing it firsthand. So I know Kevin appreciates that. And you know, now going to be able to play with Chris Paul and Devin Booker. Some Devin Booker is one of my favorite players in the NBA. Somebody, I'm my son, we want him, we model after the way he plays and we watch all his film and stuff. Um, so I know even him, Kevin will get 
better just by watching Devin Booker and he will be obsessed with what makes Devin Booker kind of tick and how, what could I potentially take from him? So, you know, I think Kevin appreciates all the great players in this league. I rock with it. You, you may mention the Kyrie Kyrie being from West orange and you guys being Glen Ridge based. Um, there must be some type of West orange Glen Ridge rivalry. Cause uh, I know your son plays at Seton Hall prep. Yeah, no, it was definitely since our relationship started, a lot of trash talk, a lot of trash talk. Kyrie said, you know, I mean, Kyrie played for multiple schools. We will say that. So, you know, but he always talks about whooping up on Glen Ridge when they were young. So, and then my oldest son and now my middle 10 year old son, they're, they're beating up on West Orange all the time. So now I talk trash to him. Um, But yeah, just a great friendship, obviously cool. You know, I've done, been able to do some things with the gym I built in the area, which is in Orange, New Jersey, about six minutes from where Kai grew up. And uh, obviously through my sister's charity, we're, 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 we are refurbishing a court in Orange, New Jersey. So it's just really cool. Kyrie has an incredible passion for, uh, you know, or a charitable heart, philanthropic. So it's cool. We talk about a lot of those things. And for us and my family, anytime we can make a difference, it, it meant a lot to us too. So we had a lot of commonalities in that as well. I have to imagine uh, that you being a, a, a active off and on in the NBA as a coach, you having played – and your son playing high school basketball, your eldest and going through that process that um, it, it sometimes maybe the, the constructive criticism he may not receive or it's hard to, to to flip the switch on and on with being dad and being coach. Yeah, super difficult. I went into this year really excited about it. And I'll be honest, all the dads out there, it, it was way harder than I thought. I thought it was going to be easy. You know, um, I get more time with my son and he's a just turned 16. You're navigating those teenage years and he's playing varsity and all those pressures and things. So it's really helped me take a step back, really find a different angle to approach my relationship with my son. You know, have my dad hat on, have my coaching hat on. Um, but uh, I will tell you this, like I, I joke with him often. I'm like, gosh, I can get Spencer or, or Kevin Durant or somebody to listen to some of my advice. I can't even get my own son. Um, but we always talk about the, you know, people told me the power of the alternate voice. So sometimes it's somebody else that shares the same thing, saying the same thing you say, because I often will work with young athletes or college and be like, and the dad will be like, man, I say that all the time. They're just hearing it from me. It's a different voice, the power of the alternate voice. So um, I try to have those influence in my son's life as well. But uh, it's been fun. I haven't missed a game. Don't know if I'll ever have a chapter like this in my life again. So I'm trying to enjoy every moment of it. But uh our relationship has grown so much and I'm so thankful that I was able to have this time in my life to, to really pour into it. The power of the alternate voice or word is a voice or word. You can use voice or word, but yeah, you think of like, so essentially you're trying to find somebody that shares the same as you that literally will say the message, the same message to you, but it's the power of the alternate voice. Um, so sometimes, you know, how we hear something we've heard it for a while, but you hear it from a different voice. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. And I do it all the time too. You know, my mom could probably say how many times I've done that. Somebody, you know, so, um, but it's good. That's why I think, you know, everybody was talking. It takes a community and we're all, we're all in this together. And, um, Captain Planet said it best. The power is yours, brother. Thank you for using your voice, your power, your, your intuition and all that. I know you've got a busy schedule ahead, but brother, anytime you want to jump on by again, you're more than welcome to come by Scoopy Radio. Oh man. Thanks for having me. My brother, I'll talk to you soon. Yes, sir. This is Scoopy Radio saying, you bring the coffee and I'll bring the Duncan. Kaboom! Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian-developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.